With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Yes, Lord, you were
Greetings, saints, once again in the name of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank God for another beautiful day, another opportunity to worship him in spirit and in truth. Uh, we give God praise for bringing us through another day, and we thank God for who he is and all that he has done to us, through us, and for us. For those of you that have been worshiping with us, you know that we are working on our most recent topic, simply entitled, Do You Love God? The most important question that you will ever truthfully answer in your existence. Do you love God? Because how we answer that question will determine where we will spend our eternity. We looked at capital A, love is. First John 3.18, First Corinthians 13 and, and verse 4. And it brought us on down to capital B in our outline that love is the greatest sacrifice. Love is the greatest sacrifice. I want to take a quick look at the book of Mark, chapter 12, verse 33. Mark, chapter 12, verse 33. From the New International Version, our scripture reads, To love him, or to love God, with all your heart, with all your understanding with all your strength and to love your neighbor as yourself is more important than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. Once again, this is the man that replied to Jesus to love him or to love God with all your heart, with all your understanding, with all your strength and to love your neighbor as yourself is more important than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. Capital B, what? Love is the greatest sacrifice. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, speak to us, Father. Your children are listening. Let us hear a word from you tonight, Father, that will change our story in the name of Jesus. Take us higher in you and in your blessed will that we may do those things that are pleasing in your sight. Forgive us of our sins and our iniquities. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. We look here in the book of Mark, chapter 12, and verses 28 on down through 34. And we see Jesus speaking on the greatest commandment, the greatest commandment. What we understand about the kingdom of God is that there are a lot of similarities between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of men, in the sense that even in the kingdom of God, there are certain individuals, certain people, certain places, certain things that are of a higher level than others. Of all the commandments, we look at, and God has many commandments. We even see here that there is a, what? Greatest commandment. Jesus, and what the Lord is flashing in my spirit now, is that on one occasion, Jesus' disciples, on a number of occasions, actually, they were discussing among themselves or arguing about who was going to be the greatest. And Jesus does not so much rebuke them for wanting to be the greatest so much as he rebukes them for their understanding and their comprehension of what it means to great. 
Because what he did is he brought a little child and said, whoever wants to be, be greatest among you must be your servant, or, you know, you must become like a little child in order to enter into the kingdom. It wasn't a problem with being great. God is like, not like God has a problem with you and I being great. God doesn't have a problem with you being a great mother, with you being a great father with you being a great son or a great daughter, with you being a great businessman. He doesn't have a problem. God has a problem when we when we go about trying to attain or obtain greatness in the wrong what? Ways. We see here in our scriptures that there is in fact a greatest commandment. God has said a whole lot of things. God has been talking for eons, for millennium, but there is a greatest Commandment. Verse 28, the Bible says, One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating, noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer. He asked him, Of all the commandments, which is the most important? The most important one, Jesus said, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, with all your mind and with all your strength. That right there. Now, Jesus goes into the second greatest commandment, but that wasn't the question. The question was, which is the what? greatest commandment. You say, Apostle, what are you trying to get us to understand? That the greatest commandment that you will, you will ever hear is to love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, with all your understanding, with all your mind. And if you don't do that, you have broken the first greatest commandment. Now, you like them apples. Jesus didn't stutter. Jesus didn't sigh. Jesus said, look, the most important one, Jesus... Jesus repeated what he had been at. The most, you, you okay, teacher of the law, you want to cut directly to the what? Chase? You want to just boil all the fat away? You just want all the smoke to clear? Then here it is. Some of you all out there under the sound of my voice, you want all the fat boiled away. You want all the smoke clear. You want all the confusion to be put to rest. The greatest commandment is for you to love God with every ounce and every iota of your being. How about that? All your heart, all your soul, all your strength, all your mind, all your understanding, every fiber of your being needs to be loving God. And then everything else will fall in to place. We've about done tonight, children of God. Then Jesus came back to the second is this. The second. Jesus, all right, now we'll talk about the silver medal a little bit. You asked me about the the gold medal. You asked me about first place. Now I'm telling you a little bit about second place. Because what God is saying is and I'm hearing God in the spirit, that if if you have got the it, it, watch this now, in a track me, thank you, Father. I never thought about this and I coached track about twenty good years. If you get the gold medal or first place in track, you have already run the second place time. You have already run the third place time. You've run, you run that time. You've already run that. You say, Apostle, what's driving that? If you get this first commandment straight, 
The second one's going to be automatic because there is no way. There's no way if you run a 10 flat and 100 meters and the second place guy ran 11 flat, there's no way you didn't, you didn't, already, you didn't already beat that time. You already took care of that. You've already taken care of that. When you ran 10 flat, he ran 11 flat. You done already took care of that. You done already took care of, of the time. When you get this first commandment to love God with heart, your soul, your strength, your mind, your understanding, then it's, it's an automatic that you're going to love your neighbor as yourself. Because one of the ways that we manifest our love for God or that we prove our love for God or that we display our love for God is in when we show love to our neighbor. There is no commandment greater than these. Now listen at the teacher now. Well said, teacher. The man replied, you are right in saying that God is one. And there is no other but him. To love him with all your heart, with all your understanding, and with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself, watch this, is more important. Now, not that burnt offerings and sacrifices are not important. That might be your bronze medal. Your gold medal is what? Love God with all your being. Your silver medal is what? Love your neighbor as yourself. Your, your, your bronze medal is burnt offerings and sacrifices. When Jesus saw that he had answered wisely. See, see, this is my prayer for you out there under the sound of my voice. You wonder, some of you all wonder, Apostle, why are you preaching and teaching like this right here to us every single day? How come every single day we look on things and we see you preaching and teaching? Why? Because I want you all out there under the sound of my voice to be able to answer wisely. The Lord saw that this man, this teacher of the law, normally Jesus was rebuking the teachers of the law. Normally Jesus was blasting the teachers of the law. Normally Jesus was, was getting on the teacher. But this one, answered wisely my prayer for you under the sound of my voice that you all that connected with this ministry you all that that you will answer wisely that when the lord hear you talking you have something that the lord will like hearing oh my 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 i want to keep preaching and teaching this i want to keep being a vessel used by god to share his word with you until you start answering wisely you don't sound like some buffoon when somebody try to talk to you. You don't sound like some monkey just been let out of a cage. You don't sound like some idiot, some thug, some uneducated, that you will answer wisely. Oh, we about done tonight. When Jesus, when the creator, when El Shaddai, when the only begotten son of God saw that he had answered wisely, he said to him, you, you not far. From the kingdom of God, you are not far. Why did he say you are not far? He didn't say you, you got it. He said you're not far. Why? Because even with answering wisely, you still have to act wisely. Put that down. Come on, somebody. Let's get ready to close this message here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You say, Apostle, what you're now. Not only do I want you to answer wisely, not only do I want you to talk wisely, I want you to behave wisely. Answering wisely and living wisely are two different things. Answering wisely and behaving wisely are two different things. The Bible says when Jesus saw that he had 
answered wisely. Jesus said, look, all you got to do is put some, put the works with that faith you got. That doctrine you got is very, very sound. Now, now let me let me see a lifestyle that is also wise. I want to encourage you under the sound of my voice. Not only do we want to answer wisely, we want to live wisely. Not only do we want to have the right answers to the questions, we want to have the right lifestyle to go along with the answers. We're about to close this message, children of God. This was a good, short, little, little something. Jesus said, you are not far from the kingdom of God. And the Bible says, and from then on, no one dared ask him any more questions. See, that remind me of a lot of you all out there. Oh, some of you had jumped out there. I done said some things. God done gave me some things to say that have just blasted some of your little traditions, knocked that little mess right on down. Some of you come off and tried to, tried to, you know, oh, but then after, after the wisdom of the word has come back, the Bible said God will give us a wisdom that none of our adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. So what people do is they leave you alone. That's why that's why a whole lot of folk have just left me alone. A whole lot of family members have just left me alone. God said he would give us a wisdom that none of our adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. So that's when people leave you alone. See, you mess around getting a good enough fight with somebody in the natural. I've been in a good enough fight with characters that I said, look, man, we need to stop. Okay, I see you. Bye-bye. We done fought long. I don't know. I don't had enough of you fight. I don't had enough of fighting you. You don't had enough of fighting me. Let's call. We'll, we'll call it. We'll call this one. We'll call this one. But God, <laughs> one of the things that, one of the things that, and from then on, no one that not that Jesus didn't get in asked any any more questions, but individuals trying to come with some little nonsensical, some little stuff they don't heard or some little ridiculous stuff that. They didn't bring that mess to Jesus. One of the things said that one of that greatest thing has already been decided. So you say, Apostle, what are we driving at? We want to be to a place of 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 wisdom to where people don't bring nonsense to us. Not that they don't have questions for us, not that they don't have legitimate concerns, legitimate issues, but folk, we want to be to a place where folk know don't bring don't bring him no nonsense. Don't bring him no nonsense. Jesus, folk try to bring Jesus some nonsense and some craziness. Jesus will blast that mess and knock a hole, knock such a big hole in that mess, hurt, hurt your little feelings and send you back. People say, look, from this, from, and then, from then on, no one dare ask him any questions. Got time for foolishness now. No time for foolishness. Legitimate questions and real questions that really, but but don't be dope. don't be trying to trick and trap the word of God. And that's that's what it that's what it happened. You know, you go back and Mark chapter twelve verses eighteen on down to twenty seven. Sadducees they tried to trap him in his in his in his uh, try to trap him in, in different things. And Jesus blasted them verse twenty four. And this is I'm still hearing the spirit of God saying this go for a whole lot of them listening to your voice tonight, Robert. Jesus blasted this, the Sadducees, and he told him, he said, look, he said, you are in error because you do not know the scriptures or the power of God. Listen to me out there under the sound of my voice. Every error in your life is a result of one of them two things. 
every error in my life is a result of one of them two things. Either you don't know the scripture or you don't know the power of God. Jesus said, you are in error. You are in error. You out there as a parent, you don't know you don't know the scripture, you are in error as a parent. You're a terrible mother. You're a terrible father. You out there uh, in business and you don't know the scripture, you're a terrible businessman. You out there in marriage, your husband, and you don't know the scripture, you're a terrible husband. Pastor, how you going to say that? You, Jesus said you in error. When you don't know the scripture, you in error. When you're not in the word, you are in error. Picture the word of God as being a circle. And you either in it, or you're not. We can we close this message? We're already close. Father, in the name of Jesus. Let me finish. Let me finish. You are in error. Now, you out there in the sound of my voice, you don't want to hear no scripture. You don't want to study nobody. You don't want to hear nobody preaching to you. You don't want no sound doctrine. That means you want to stay in error. And that's why you keep messing up. And that's why we, especially as African Americans, we keep right on going from crazy to crazier. Because a lot of us don't know the scriptures. And they don't know the power of God. When you don't know the scriptures, you won't know the power. When, let me tell you. When you don't know the scriptures, I'm going to tell you two things. And we're going to give it a close. When you don't know the scriptures, here go two things. Number one, you in error. And number two, you won't know the power of God. You won't know that God could, could heal that marriage. You won't know that God can fix that thing. You won't know that God can give you that job. You won't know that God can heal that condition. You won't know. You won't know that God can bring back that wayward son or that wayward. You won't know. You won't know that God can heal that boy. They talking about he got this, he got that. You won't know that God can fix that. So we got to know what? The scriptures. Keep us out of error and keep us in a in a in a covenant relationship and fellowship with the power of God. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, thank you tonight. We give you glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Saints, you can reach us through email at Christmasonchurch at gmail dot com. Check our website www.ourchurch.com backslash member backslash t backslash tccc feel free to join us on talk shoes precast youtube and itunes and 9 6 p.m daily on talk shoe call them two four 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 seven four 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 enter id one seven nine five nine on precast type in robert bryan on youtube and the christian Center church channel you can see excerpts of apostle robert bryan on youtube donations should be sent using the donation button on the church website or our talk shoe homepage. God bless you and heaven smile you in Jesus' name. Amen.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.